He sounds like Yo, some kind of bye. dying animal. Owen, too. There he is. I fly. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to Podcast 52. My name is Fly Guy. With me, as always, the Daddy Racing. Big Daddy Racing. What's up, you pigskin perverts? It's a lovely little Friday. Uh, it is a Today's Friday. Friday, September 20th. We're two days late. But guess what? We're busy people. We have stuff going on. So Life this happens, is, baby. This is kind of where it is. Unfortunately, so, uh, it's a remote podcast, so no call-in this week. Is. No call-ins, and quite frankly, there's probably going to be a lot of not good things happening, aren't there? <laughs> but we're going to try our best, and we'll see. Do you know who really is disappointed with no phone call? Oh, well, Hooney, are you kidding? Hooney's not going to be happy. Really. No, he's not. But let me sh- – should I just start there? Go ahead, man. I'm just going to start there. Let me tell you something. So I've been a lifelong Eagles fan my entire life. Okay, I bleed green. Kelly Green, Midnight Green, for our buddy Pipe Layer's sake. Hunter Green sometimes. It's whatever, all right? I'm a big green guy. Shout out to the Pipe Layer. But but when you sit there and you crack these jokes about how excited you are that the only reason you beat me was from a 54-yard blown coverage Nine-point bonus touchdown, 54-yard play that made you beat me by, what, six or seven? Without that touchdown, you lost. You didn't beat me. There's no gloating. There's no excitement. There's nothing. Your Eagles, my Eagles. This is the downfall of fantasy football and fandom. It's very hard to do both. And I suffer from it, too. No. He I was from cheering an Eagles loss. I'm against it. I don't like it at all. I'm pumped. He wasn't cheering Eagles loss. He was cheering that he beat you on a last minute play. Stupid. I hate it. I'm but I do get it. I do get it. I get that you were upset about why he was gloating, but I do understand he was excited because uh, you know you're not an easy guy to beat, and you guys had a good little we verbal. Did. It, it was. Came out on top. He did. A, he did, and I can give him that credit. I mean, it, it might not have been a clean win, but you know, does any other team give up that kind of play? It really made me mad. I was like, this only happens in this city. We're always the ones who give up. Well, hold on, weird ass plays to lose games. We're not the only ones, but we are one of the few. Here's my problem. Okay, a lot Mitch of people... Williams. All right. Who? Oh, jeez. Here's okay. here's my thing. A lot of people are upset with the fact that they thought it was a two-on-three coverage. Why were there three receivers over there? We only had two corners, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely false. Their left tackle, Matthews, made a sick dart-out block. He pulls all the way left. Pancake, which is a great word, by the way, pancakes our corner. And it's essentially two-on-one Julio to the house. I mean – the play design was fabulous. I don't ever want to give Atlanta credit, but I can't even be mad. So a cornerback gets knocked out and Julio just runs free? I just don't understand it, man. No, I, you know. I am just... losing faith in our D coordinator too, bud. And I'm losing faith in Carson. It was not a good week for me. I was all liquored up watching that game and, oh, some horrible things were coming out of my mouth, bud. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. So anyway, uh, 
We this is a very big football week in terms of what has happened, what has transpired. Uh, your game aside, as being a big game that it was, the big news today. Antonio Brown released by the Patriots. Your thoughts? Uh, scumbag, get him out of the league. That not great news today. I'll be honest. Um, I have a bunch of fantasy apps. Uh, I'm not going to plug them at this time because I don't want all these other clowns in this league to get the the data that I get. Uh, but the bottom line is, I got a message that said, "Thank you, Patriots." hashtag go win it and i went what's happening and then about 25 minutes later i got an alert from the espn app that said ab's been released and i was like this can't be real is this real so i was looking everywhere and of course sure enough it's real uh i'm excited to see if if they get out of paying him which is kind of great uh, what I read was he was not owed the first $5 million till Monday. So the fact that he's been released before that, I'm not sure that he's uh, he's on the books anymore there, Daddy Rasek. Oh, that's beautiful. The Patriots are too savvy to, to sign him with a lot of guaranteed money. I'm sure there was some caveats. They knew yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was no, his, he had $9 million on the contract guaranteed. I believe the first five was going to come today. I'm sorry, Monday. And then I don't know about the rest, but that, I mean, that's what's all over the internet, which is hilarious. So we'll see what happens. I gotta say, I, I got the news uh, in the afternoon, like everybody else. And it just made my afternoon. It, we were drinking day. after work and man, this drinking thing is a common theme with me. I think I have to do some self-evaluation soon, but uh, getting back on topic, I'm at the bar, the news breaks and it just made my afternoon, dude. It's like, you know, Finding out that your bank, you know, uh, gave you an extra $20, some sort of bank error, and it just makes you happy for a little bit of time. This AB news made me extremely happy, and I think it made a lot of America happy because we all agree that he's a complete douchebag titty fucker. So, you know. Sure. Yeah, he sucks. Uh, I'm pumped that he's no longer there. And Do you think uh, he gets picked up by anyone? I'm not going to lie. I don't. Do you think the Dallas Cowboys would pick him up? I don't. Scumbags? I don't. Um, I think that there's a lot that's still not out there. I know there's been a lot of talk with, you know, he was texting the accusers as, as recent as within the last two to three days. Really? I, I just, uh, yeah. He, he sucks. Okay. Yeah. And just a bad person, I don't want to sit here because I'm Owen two, and we can talk about the other Owen two team during the off season. I tried to give the cadavers Travis Kelsey because I knew that they would have a problem with this moron. And what did they yeah. do? They turned me down. Fine. Good luck with your Antonio Brownless receiving core. Yes, sir. But unbelievable. It is what it is. Uh, I think we should do week two reviews, which is going to make me it. upset. Put the music on, baby. All right. Let's get ready. Let's get ready to rumble. Uh, I guess we'll start with my losing ass. It's not good. Camel Joe's defeat the Las Vegas Livewire 135.5 to 128.2. Unbelievable, dude. Uh, Russell had a great day for me, 31-3. And Calvin Ridley, which with the touchdown that I thought sealed it, 34 yards out on a deep pass from Matty Ice, and it, it looked to be the answer. I obviously was up about 20 or so with, uh, with Ridley in hand. 
he had Carson, Julio, and Austin Hooper. I'll be honest, I was nervous as shit. I really didn't think I had a chance. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and up until that, you know, up until that, they're calling it 54. Up until that 54-yard touchdown, I, I had it. I had it won. But it is what it is. Uh, it was a good win by Joes. They're now 2-0 and on the season as the live wire dropped to 0-2. 2-0 and Calhouni as he picks a kicker in the seventh round, and he's 2-0. and What is wrong in the world today? Let's move I mean, on. His, his kicker put up nine against my kicker, who put up four, so I guess good for him. Yeah. I don't know. You know, there is always a method to Calhouni madness and his his ways, though they may be unique, they seem to be paying off early in this lovely season. Again, it's early, but we'll, we will see. We will definitely, definitely see. Big um, win for Hooney. Lots of trash talking last week, and uh, it's a little bit of sweet revenge from last year's playoff run. So I think that was another reason why he was so exuberant, even at the Eagles' expense. Sure. So there was a lot built up over last year, too. So, you know, not justifying it, but I understand it. And uh, I, I'm sure he was excited. I think we should go from one 0 and 2 team to the other. All right. The cadavers fall just a little bit short to just a skosh. Crazy haze 164.2 to 110.8. Your thoughts? High score of the week, man. Tom Hayes, just, I think we actually called this one we and, did. uh, we both said it would be a bigger blowout than CBS was giving it credit for, and yep. it was. Mr. Hayes, uh, boy, man, just about everyone on that team just came to play on Sunday. Uh, this team scares me. I think that they might be my favorite. Dalvin, pretty Cook, Dalvin Cook looks filthy. I think that there's a chance Godwin outscores Evans for the rest of the year. Maybe not <laughs> as consistently, but I do like Godwin more than I like Evans from Tampa. Don't say that, man. I have Evans in two leagues. Let's just pump the brakes on that, all right? But I get what you're saying. I mean, I have Godwin in two leagues. I mean, it is what it is. Kelsey put up another big 20.2. Uh, you know, other than Lamar Jackson and his 34.8, there was nobody higher than 15 for the Cadavers. Sorry, 15.1. Yeah. Cadavers uh, is probably starting to stockpile draft picks for next year. Won't be surprised to see him sell the farm at some point. Yeah. I, uh, he's pulling the Miami Dolphin routine, I believe. I think he might have to. We will say that for the first and only game you will most likely see this man, our good friend, mine and yours, Antonio Brown, finishes the day with five rushing yards and then four catches for 56, including a 20-yard touchdown from Terrific Tom for a total of 14-1. Okay, well, take that away. You didn't break 100. Sorry, Cadavers. You lose your points. You know, it's so funny about that. I remember watching Red Zone when that happened, that touchdown to A.B., and it's just like the worst feeling because you're like, here we go. A.B.'s going to crush with this team. So we go from that very low, deep, dark place to the euphoria of hearing he's been cut today in less than a week. It's a beautiful thing. What a roller coaster. Hopefully it's over now. Let's move on. Hopefully. And now everybody hurry up and rush and go pick up Philip Dorsett. Yeah, right. (laughs) Point. Just just a little just a little fantasy insight, you know, because that's what we do here on this show. What uh, what's Absolutely. the next game you like to look at, sir? Where are you going? Um, boy, let's. I think we should talk about. Um, let's talk. Uh, I don't know. There's a little. I don't. I can't do this now because I don't have a apparatus to play music. But uh, here we are, chilling at the Galladay. Oh, okay. 
just me and my friends. I, oh yeah, baby. I will I say this. I, I will say it. this. I said that you were not going to win. Yeah, nobody, but you did nobody, say it'd be close. I did say, did it, say it would be close. Nobody, you, Roger's projection, oh, he hit it almost. His projection was 19.5. You said he'd get about 12 or 13. He did get 19.3. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey getting hurt early for a zero. Th- that team, sadly, McCaffrey also, his, his easily worst game that I remember. Yeah. With a measly it was a 6.3. I'm not gonna lie to you. This game was total shit. Both teams in the '80s, like none of neither one of us deserved to win by any means. No, I hear you. You, uh, the projections were 122 to 103. Him, you win yeah. 89.1 to 78.3. Big Ben hits the IR for you. Done for the year. Total three points, 75 yards. You, my friend, might have the tight end of the year. Yeah, he's amazing, dude. Love him. Marky Andrews, big guy from Baltimore with 21-2. Uh, you had another 21-7 from your boy Galladay. Did I draft him? I can't remember if I picked him up or I drafted him. Anyway, if I did draft him, it was late. You either drafted yeah. him late or you picked him up because I know that you drafted Njoka, who's now on IR. So, Yeah, dude, I had a rough week with injuries. And, you know, I've been playing fantasy a long time. I have never, ever, ever experienced – Losing two marquee quarterbacks. That's amazing. On my team. Well, that's what you get for drafting two studs. That's your fault. Pretty much for the season, two studs. I've never seen it. It's really bizarre. So, uh, what's the? That was a, that was a fantasy first, and somehow, some way, I won that game. When uh, Breeze went down, I knew it was over. I knew I was going to get killed, and then I just kept looking at the scores. I'm like, wow, I have an outside shot here. And then Monday night, he uh, he had someone going who needed to. You know, not produce. I don't remember who it was, and uh, he did. So, the Galladay in is one. Monday night would have been Jets Cleveland. So he had Crowder get a total of six. Crowder, that's the one I was thinking of. Yes, Crowder did. Shit, because they don't have a quarterback. Because no, uh, no, they don't. Seaman boy apparently had a pretty nasty ankle injury. I didn't see it, but he's he's done for the year. Uh, Darnold still has mono and. uh, you have the quarterback Falk in F A U K, yeah. Right. We Moving. won't even go the uh, the no. shameless. No, we're done with that. But again, you great win. Uh, this is probably the first time in a while you've been on, you know, ahead of me in the division. So congratulations. <laughs> but you know, it's a weird feeling because it's not really a win I can gloat about. I scored eighty nine points, oh, or whatever. So yeah, I can't. That's, that's I can't gloat. That was an embarrassing that's, win. That's, but the point is, I called it. I said we'd be one to know. Yep. We are, and it's going to continue, but we'll get to that what do you in mean, just a little. want to know? Oh, you mean since the name change? Since the name change, right? Let's just, just pump the brakes on that. All right, moving right along, we're going to jump to the Buffalo Wing Division with the Pipe Layers and the Bison. What a game. What a game. What a game. I don't remember. Oh, sure there was. That's why he had Beckham. To, I was going to say, I don't remember him being yeah. up. That's why it was such an incredible game because Bison had this game pretty much all all day long and into, into a Sunday night. And then Monday came around and, you know, you're watching that game on Monday night and, boy, they looked – Browns – Baker looks lost Very a lost. little bit. Very lost. He looks awful, to really be honest. This final score here was 133.4 to 124. Not even it, a 10-point win. 
looked like a what? Well, I don't know when that play happened. It was probably the fourth quarter. I mean, it was near the end. Odell wasn't doing. He didn't have anything hot. until that. No, yeah. He's, and then he reeled off that. Oh my God, what was it? Eighty-nine yard touchdown. He finishes with one hundred and sixty-one yards. So more than half of it there in the touchdown. This really became again. Bison's had the lead, but this was Chubb versus Beckham, and Beckham won. Unbelievable, dude. I, I would have bet a lot of money on the with what Bison was ahead by, and then he had Chubb versus Odell, and you figure they were going to run the ball most of the night. Well, I don't know yeah. the last time you looked at the score, but the pipe player did have two long defensive touchdowns from the Patriots with 43 points. Yeah. When your defense almost ties Pat Mahomes, you've got a shot. Yeah, definitely. You've really got a shot. The lesson here is just stream any defense going against Miami this year. Well, who's got Dallas? Oh, actually, I know who has Dallas. Glassy's playing me. Oh, boy. But segue, I guess, right? (laughs) Back to – back to. so, again, Pipers win. Sorry, 133.4 to 124. Moving right along. Pipe player. Huge win. He changes his name and everything. Yep. Hey, maybe the name – maybe I need a name change. Maybe you do. Yeah, you because, can just call you know, me the, the name, champ. Yours has just done you so poorly the last few years, you know? Oh, yeah, you're right. Let's keep it going. Uh, we're going to jump yeah. to the Glassinators. Glassinators got a big win. I, I didn't project this. I actually had the Jingleheimers by a few. Predict this one, by the way. There it is. 102.8 to 93.2. Glassy with the win. Both of these teams now 1-1. One and one. And, you know, everything that I said about uh, about Z's team here, uh, the Jingleheimers is sort of coming to fruition, bud. I said his team is full of question marks, concerns. I'm worried about this team. They look great on paper. They are worrisome. And I think this guy is going to just keep going down. I don't. And here's why I don't. He did start Watson to get him 12. He's got Dak Prescott on his bench to get 36. Dak Prescott will start this week for him against Miami. He also had John Ross, who had another fabulous game. His bench. Not really. He had one fabulous catch. That was it. But, you know, well, 60, I know what you're saying. 66 yards. Oh, you're saying so that's about 15 fantasy points. Okay. So he only had seven before that. All right. I guess that's fair. But either way, I think that, again, this is why I keep saying that our division just has more talent than the Buffalo Wings division. That's just my it opinion. It does. On paper, this team still is very strong, very talented. I just – the kind of players that I just I just don't like for whatever reason. I, everyone is in love with Deshaun. I get he's talented, but I, Watson, I just don't – I don't know, man. It's just something about this guy. I don't know if he can win fantasy championships too many times. Uh, I don't even know what it is. He's just too up and down for me, man. I think, too up and down. I think that their line will progress this year. The only reason why I say that, I know they made the trade for Larry Townsville to protect the blind side. But what did he practice? Three times before the season opener? So it was a very late acquisition. And, and I'm, uh, you know, I don't even have any Texans on any of my fantasy teams. So I really could care less. But I am expecting yeah. Watson to get better. Yeah. I don't know. That's just the feeling I get. I mean, he's got Fournette. I, Fournette's just a waste of space, in my opinion. I, I agree. Like that that game last so, night looked really good for both teams. Yeah, what a great game that was. Yep. I think we've, got, yeah, one, we've got one last game. Or did we do them all? 
I think I, I think we touched all of them. We did. We touched them all. Classy, uh, with the big win goes to one and one, and yep. uh, the division gets tighter. That's right. With you uh, in the basement. So here, <laughs> so here's what happened. We had two winners go to two and zero. Those two winners, the Crazy Hayes and Camel Joes. The losers of those games dropped to zero and two. The rest of the league evened itself out and are now one and one. It's pretty nuts, dude. It's just – it's really hard to imagine that you're on two right now. It's crazy. Welcome to fantasy. Um, uh, hey, look, I've, I've dug out of deeper holes before. I'm not ready to uh, to wave any towels. But pay attention, boys, because the, the, trade, the trade requests will be coming. 0-3 gets a little more scary. 0-2, very manageable. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Especially with games that have yet to be played. That's right. Uh, we jump to, uh, reviews. Yeah, but I have to say one thing. Sure, please feel free. As a rebuttal to Mr. Calhoun, who after our trade that you and I made was all over me for saying that Jameis isn't even worth a 16th rounder. Well, for starters, we only draft 13 rounds, Mr. Calhoun. That's point number one. And point number two is I got a, what I give up a ninth rounder for an 11th rounder. Yeah. We basically just exchange feces for feces and we each paid five bucks to do it so yeah i'm not a huge Jameis guy but you know a, a ninth pick i mean sure why you know i jumped all over that when you text me that man i, I thought that was uh, a no-brainer for a guy that honest, could I, get I, better i completely agree i think that uh he certainly has a chance to get better than he is here's my thing i uh i was actually listening to the podcast from week one at work and you shit all over Jameis Winston. So it made me so happy that the trade was made. And I completely forgot how much you were like, he shouldn't be a starter in the league. Like, go back and listen. You ripped this poor man a new one. Probably told him he stole too many crabs. And it is what it is. But I know. that saying's just for you. Let's, uh, well, when you lose two of your stud quarterbacks, you, you have to sort of – Take a chance sometimes, and Jameis has a hell of a matchup this week. Jameis does not produce against freaking college team giants this week. Then yes, he will never start with the uh, the Duke Giants in blue, led by yeah, uh, dude. led by uh, red shirt senior Daniel Jones. It it had to be done. It had to be done. I, I guess I, you I know. think it's early, but I agree it had to be done. Definitely early, but I think that uh, you know they just they want to see what this kid has. That probably was their intention to start him pretty early anyway. I feel like that's what I kept hearing before the season started. Is that Eli yeah, was gonna be really excited, and uh, Eli's uh, he's coming to the end, no doubt. I agree. It's kind of sad, but uh, hey, he did beat the Patriots twice, so he did. Good for him. He sucks though. Can appreciate a little bit of Eli's track record. No, he sucks. I've never – I can never forget that in college I had fights with friends. I went to college in Hartford, and, you know, Giants fans, Patriots fans. There were a few Eagles fans, but our, we all fought over who was the best number 10 in the East. And obviously we had D-Jacks, and they had stupid Eli, who was – he sucks. I mean, let's be honest. His, his sister's a better quarterback than he is, so we're not going to talk about this, but – it's not good, but uh, thank you for being the Patriots twice. That's all I have to say. Yep, good for that. 
Let's do uh, our um, – oh, just to, just to let you know, you were one and four in predictions for week number two, and I was three and two. Now, I don't have our numbers from the first week, but we're probably in the same about 500 range. So uh, we'll have to start yeah. keeping track. Yeah, That'd we should start fun to... keeping track. That would be fun. But uh, I got you this week, buddy, and I, I got you good. Congratulations. Um, we we will do one last thing. Uh, you You owe me bourbon. Yes, I do owe you bourbon. That's right. I was going to bring that up if you didn't. No, I don't. I'm right here for you. You know damn well I'm ready for some bourbon. Uh, bottom line for those who don't remember is we <laughs> did uh, – I took the under of 45. Yeah. And you gave me 45 and a half. Yep. There it is. And, and it was exactly 44, 24 to 20. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it kind of went how I expected, though. The Eagles offense looked way worse than I thought they would. It did, but and... they came out strong in the second. I mean, well, hold on. They had a lot of injuries. The second half was much better than the first. Agreed. And I will also say that I'm really starting to finally realize that Matty Ice is an average quarterback at best. He makes a lot of bad decisions. He's been in the league too long to be making those kind of throws. I will have to share this podcast with my good friend Fran because he is a huge Falcons fan since the peerless price days. And they suck. I don't know what to tell you. He's not good. And we've had multiple discussions of whether Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz is better. And we're not getting into those now. Let's move on. But – that's a no-brainer, though. You're, Come on. You're not wrong. The Falcons are, are no bueno. I think we should That's go to the only – Poor decisions for being in the league. He's been he a- can look really good, but he's uh, nope. he's not he's not a clutch guy, and he's not going to win a big one. I'm sorry, Matty Ice. Do you remember I know they, you're a little – Didn't they make it to the Super Bowl once? Uh, they may have. They may, were, yeah. were they up to 28-3? to three? They may have uh, been up 28-3 oh, against a wow. – Why do you got to bring up old New England Super Bowls? It's just – it hurts every time. That's the last one he'll ever get. Don't worry about it. Good point. All right. We're going to jump to our first game, and our first game has to be yours because you're the only guy who had someone play last night. Chilling at the holiday. Derek Henry got 11.1 for you, uh, slightly less than his projected 12. Your projection goes down a little bit. CBS has this game one 113.65 to 110.3 over Joe's. Yeah, this is uh, – I think I, this is going to be another tough one. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, I have mixed feelings. I understand why he picked up the Niners against Pittsburgh. I actually think Mason Rudolph has a chance to put up numbers. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. the Steelers are going to win. I just – I don't understand why you would pick up the Niners. Well, yes, I do. They had two pick sixes last week, but they're not going to have that this week. Uh, you know, Julio and Carson are, are easily his big two. Well, and Eckler too. I'm not sure how I feel about the whole James White thing. But, but again, Carson, Eckler, and Julio. Uh, look at you. Mm-hmm. Look at you starting Robinson. At this point, yes, but that might change. <laughs> Okay. I know you do love Sutton. Yeah. But as of right now, I'm kind of looking at it like this. Uh, Sutton's going against Green Bay. They have a, a, a above-average defense, surprisingly, yes. thus far. Yeah. And, uh, and Robinson is just another cog in that Chiefs offensive juggernaut. So why not just get a little piece of the pie and hope for some good things? I don't think he'll repeat anything close to what he did last week. 
But as long as he beats up numbers, that's all I'm on. Hey, look, he got a measly .5 game one. One catch for zero <laughs> yards. So as long as he gets something closer to 37.5, you should be good. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. 37 is better than .5. I will I'm taking Daddy to lose one. Two and oh. With the holiday in, baby. I think that uh, I'm shocked you're playing Allen over Jameis, but at the same time, I love Josh Allen. I did put in a bid for him. You beat me. Um, That's another one that could be a game-time decision. I'm, I'm going to make a lot of decisions Sunday morning, man. Well, if you're switching stuff around, I can't make a call right now, but but just just for the sake that I don't want him to, I'll, uh, I'll take you to win and have both teams go 2-1. Oh wow! Okay, well then you're going, Daddy Racing too. There we go. All right. I hope you're I'm writing these. You're writing these down. Good. Uh, we're gonna move over to John Jacob and the Jingle Heimers are the home team against the 0 and 2 Toe Taggers themselves, the Cadavers. Uh, CBS has this game as an ass whooping. One thirty one point five two to one hundred two point seven four. I'm not sure that it's gonna be a twenty nine point win. But I've got the Jingleheimers by at least 12. As much as I like to poop on his team, I think Greg comes back strong. And uh, the Toe Tags, are, they're so eagerly waiting to, to make their weekly announcements about Toe Tagging yep. players. But it's going to have to wait another week. This is an easy win for Mr. Greg, and he will be 2-1. Uh, and one. Both Jaguars players did not play. Leonard Fournette on the bench for Greg, 12.2. And DJ Shark. Do, 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 do. That's right. 15.6 for him. I will say that had this Antonio Brown stuff happened yesterday morning, he probably would have played DJ Shark. Yeah. But either way, it is what it is, and uh, I'm making the Jingle Hymers. Yeah. How about Shark, though? Man? Early season surprise so far. Yeah, man. Him, you know what? I think there's been a lot of names. I think Shark's been really good. I think that Uh-oh. That's a guy who, who surprisingly is unknown. We're not going to talk about him, I guess. Uh, too, man. I love that guy. John Ross. There's there's just these names that you're like, who the hell are these players? Why are they the top yeah. scoring people? In the, it's just it's unbelievable. All right. It really is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Let's move Can on. You hear me, bud? What's that? You can't hear me still, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're flying along, okay. buddy. Minute 30, 30 and 30 right now. I thought my uh, phone had died for a second there, but we're no, good. No, no. All right, no let's move on. We're moving along. You're good. We got grasshoppers at pipe layers. Uh, CBS has this as about an eight-point win, 121.3 to 113.6 for the grasshoppers. And, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to take the grasshoppers to to put up more than the 78 they put up last week. Yeah, I kind of this, this is a good game, I think. Uh, I like – I like uh, the momentum that my players might be gaining sure. from that last-minute victory, but I do think that uh, grasshoppers are very upset with their very feeble performance yeah. last week, and he will come back strong. So I also am I think Pipe players is uh, really dealing with injuries. He's got Cam uh, Williams, the KC running back, and Deshaun Jackson all hurt. Yeah, all not going to play. He's got the oh Cam's not playing no. Wow, Kyle Allen, the quarterback for Carolina. Yikes. We've got Jimmy G and uh, Raheem Mostert starting for the San Francisco 49ers and your pipe players. Yikes. We'll see. But That's again, so I'm, I'm taking the grasshoppers here. Yeah, I think that could be a fairly easy victory. But uh, 
it's going to be interesting to see what happens to Carolina if Cam misses time and what, what role does McCaffrey take on? Does he become more of a uh, featured back and less of a receiver? Or I, I, I think McCaffrey's, on McCaffrey's value should be fine. Uh, in my yeah. opinion, I think that Curtis Samuel's value takes a hit. I think that yeah. DJ Morris takes a hit, but not as much. Uh, right. I think that Greg Olson gets a boost, and I think that he actually might put up some numbers this week. We'll have to see. It's a great matchup. Arizona loves to just let the tight ends run wild. Look, TJ Hawkinson had one great game and one awful game. His great game against the Arizona Cardinals. And everybody saw what uh, what your boy what your boy Mandrews did last week to Arizona. So, yes. There he is. Uh, game four. We've got Bisons at Crazy Hayes. Game here. This has potential for game of the week all over. It's 100% has that potential. It's interesting to see since we talked about this, neither Carolina receiver is in the starting lineup. I didn't know he had both, but that's funny. DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel are on the bench for Hayes as he's starting Randall Cobb. I mean, it's one of those things like get any piece of the action against the Dolphins that you can. 100%. I understand. It. Yeah. The other mentality that I'm starting to really become aware of is that, uh, the only good player that the Dolphins have on defense is that cornerback. What's his name? Minka Fitzpatrick. Howard. No, Minka got traded, as we all know. Where are you talking about? Howard, I think, is his name is. Oh, I don't know. He's a pretty good shutdown corner, and he usually goes against the number one. So people are starting to think Amari maybe not having a great game, which means that Cobb probably will be. Uh, there you go. You know, a benefactor. So or, I, get, or, I get that move. Or your guy on the outside, Devin Smith. That's a name to watch. Devin Smith. Yep. Michael Gallup's hurt. Devin Smith is going to start on the outside this week. Gallup got hurt. Yeah, he's out for a while too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whether I like to admit it or not, I think that both of these teams are going to put up points. Slugfest, dude. I don't know. I think I I actually give the slight edge to Bisons to make both of these teams two and one. Hmm. All right, I'm going to differ with you on that one. Okay. Our first differ today, okay. I'm going to take the There it is. Even though, uh, you know, I don't know, we'll see what he does. He might change some lineup. He's got some decisions to make, but I think, uh, I don't know. I just feel like uh, these, these guys are hot right now, and I, I see them being hot again. Mr. Hayes takes down the showing. All right, well, I'm taking the Bisons again. That's where we differ. And last but not least, the game of the week. Brian Glassy and the Glassinators travel all the way to Las Vegas to take on the champ, the Las Vegas Livewire. CBS has this uh, as about a 2.8 victory for yours truly. This, was a conference, this is the conference championship rematch, is it not? This is. This is. This is. This is the first time Glassy has had to face me, uh, of course, after last year where I went 3-0 and against him. And uh, I'm hoping that him being angry about that is not going to make me go 0-3. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I love this matchup on paper. I think like the most is he starts O.J. Howard, who I think is crap. Yeah, you really don't like him? Dallas, or what Against Philly. I think that the Lions receivers – are going to have a much better game than Johnson. Our run defense has been pretty solid. Does that include a Galladay, by chance? 
Ducks. I actually have Gallaudet in two other leagues. I expect him to score, and his over-under is 69.5 yards. I took the over. Such a great number. You're not wrong, pal. You're not wrong. Uh, CBS, CBS has this as really, really close. I, you know, I, who bets against themselves? Uh, we've got Zeke projected 22 over Miami. I think that there's a chance he could get two or three touchdowns in the first quarter. Dude, and that's what will happen. I think they'll just, you know, you know will have a monster first half and then be done pretty much. If I didn't have David Johnson on my team, I might start Zeke and Pollard because I think they both put up numbers. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, and you know I, what? I'm going to go on a little bit of a bold prediction here and say that uh, Dak Presta- Prescott puts up very pedestrian numbers, and it's not because he doesn't have a great matchup. It's just it's a little – bit of a matchup if that makes any sense. No, I hear you. I think that uh, I think that we could we could really see hey, look when James White got that touchdown late for, for Camel Joe's last week, I was shocked that they were still playing guys, the Pats. They were already up thirty three nothing and they just didn't care. Yeah, they just say F you to everybody when they play. But uh, I just think that the Cowboys will be up early. I agree. And uh, yeah, I think Zeke and uh, Dak and all of them just sort of do a whole lot in the second half. We'll see how much they play. So who are you taking, buddy? So you're picking yourself. I am. I'm taking myself. Uh, CBS has it about 2.3. I say I win by six and a half. This is a very close game. This has definitely got game of the week potential, too. It's either yours or, or the Hayes game. It's going to be the game of the week. I am going to go and say, just for shits and giggles, why not take Glassinators? It seems like Calhoun got sweet revenge on you, maybe Glassy. Gets to the same thing. Could you picture? Would... Could you picture the first three weeks of this season are my three playoff opponents: the championship rematch, then the uh, the the final rematch. Oh no, I had Glancy in the finals. Championship rematch, yeah. then the semis rematch, and now the cheesesteak finals rematch. Yeah, three teams I beat last year. Three teams I lose to this year. I guess. I guess we'll see. That would be nuts. I think it is going to be a hell of a game, though. It's going to be a, a nail-biter, and uh, I can't wait to be texting you on Sunday, either uh, trying to jinx you or cheer you on. So we're just going to see what happens. Fantastic. I've got live wire by six and a half. Oh, I like it. I'm going to take glass eight, beat you by eight. Eight? Close uh, game, but he's very, very motivated this week, shall we say. Do either of us have anyone late? No. Oh, yes, I have the Bears defense Monday night. So other than that, all of these games will be played Sunday at 1 or 4. Who do the Bears play? Washington. All right. Yeah, that should get some decent points out of your defense that night. Yeah, we'll see. As long as it doesn't turn to negative. What if you're down like like 15 or something? I mean. Don't do that to me. Can we? We're not doing that. We're staying positive. Live wire six and a half, Dick. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, well we can put it up first remote podcast, bud. Yeah, it's not bad. I guess we'll see how this sounds. Uh, uh, thank you for all you clowns for listening. Uh, the music definitely doesn't come through as well, but oh, it totally doesn't. It totally doesn't. But at the same time, I've I've got a sleeping kid in the room next door, so I I probably don't have it as loud as we do at your place in the love shack, but. Again, everybody, good luck for week three, and uh, you'll probably hear from us next Wednesday. Yes, we should be back, back to business on my- Oh, oh, shit, wait a minute. Next Wednesday? No, no. 
I will be on a plane going to Green fucking Bay, baby. Oh, word. You're going to – I forgot you're going to the game Thursday, so we'll have to see. Maybe we can – we'll figure it out. We're going to try to do a podcast before before the plane. You leave Wednesday? I leave Wednesday afternoon, and I'm back Saturday night. So right. We'll uh, figure it out. We'll make it work. Hey, maybe we'll do another remote. Who knows? This worked out okay. You can call from the plane. Green Bay, baby. Yeah, you can call from the plane. Everything will work out. Go Birds. Go Birds is right. All right, guys. Uh, good luck to you in week three. And uh, boy, what a week it's going to be. Podcast 52 out. Peace, bitch. Later.